everybody. Uh, welcome to Blackness and Dragons. We are a D&D 5e actual play stream. Uh, I'm the DM, A. Jordan Lambert. You can find me at at Lambertra. Uh, if I'm not here, I'm playing games on Fresh Out the Box on Wednesday nights or on Exquisite Corpse on Saturday afternoons. Um, or, I don't know, I'm probably like reading young adult novels or taking naps or some shit like that. Uh, take it away, DK. That's me. I'm DK. I'm also Belgoria Dumont, but we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, you can find me at Darlings on Twitter or on Exquisite Corpse Presents, which is another channel that I play on on Saturday nights. It gets real gay and stupid, so come on through. Uh, yeah, I'll be playing a big angel lady with really ridiculous armor today. Uh, what does your armor look like, see? And or Jeff? Uh, my armor is an armor. Uh, my armor is the armor of the Holy Spirit, uh, because my character just converted to Christianity, because it's never too late to find the Lord. Uh, so the, uh, all the evil things that my character did, uh, luckily, uh, through the blood of Jesus Christ, you can find redemption. Gonna be a different show today. Gonna be a completely different show. Uh, so I'm Jeff. Uh, I do bits. If you want to find me on Twitter, I'm there. Uh, but who knows how long I'll be there. You know who has never had to worry about a social media network that he's on being taken over by a billionaire who just wanted to buy it? I don't know, just because? Moses. <laughs> this is true. It, congratulations to Elon Musk. I imagine um, buying a company instead of solving world hunger is um, capitaliz capitalism at its best. Uh, I'm Moses. Um, you can find me here on Tuesdays, and then um, don't come looking. Uh, I play Thyrese Goody. Uh, he's a big cat who uh, just wants to be loved and uh, doesn't feel like he's uh, getting it. So uh, where there's love missing comes pain. Take it away, Jordan. Um, and we are missing a cast member this evening. Kiki is still attending to family business. We do send her all of our love and support. Uh, I will find the link and drop it in chat. So if you guys want to help out loving and supporting on Kiki, you can do that. Uh, and let's do let's let's do things. Let's play a game. I'm gonna do the Black History quote first, and then DK, do you want to do our recap because you take the best notes? Not last week, but or last time, but yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I we'll, will do we'll, that. We'll cobble it together. All right, all right, all right. So uh, our Black History quote this evening comes from Michelle Obama, and it says, history has shown us that courage can be contagious and hope can take on a life of its own. Woo! Uh, what the hell happened last week, y'all? Uh, we, we started on, on Henry the Bunny Man's quest, and we there was, there was like a weird, awkward moment there where Zeev talked to some squirrels and then went and threatened a dog with a lot of bugs. And it was then important. We were, it was important, but also like... I don't think that dog's gonna be okay again, inside. Uh, we also went to a library and there was kind of a suspicious character working the desk, but he was a friend of Henry the Bunny Man. And we went looking for a book that had to deal with sort of the history of Major Pan and ended up fighting just some real punk ass books who instead of giving us the information inside of them in like a reasonable fashion, uh, decided that they wanted a two-piece and a biscuit from everybody in our party, which they got. Uh, we finally did manage to find the piece of information that we needed, but we can't read it, so we have to go somewhere else 
to get help from someone else. Yes. Um, so that's, yeah, you guys, uh, the uh, one thing that you missed is that we did roll on the encounter table and you guys went and had a, a rip roaring party. That's uh, right. We did, we did have, we did uh, go to an orgy okay. house. Yeah. You went to an orgy bar, um, and you guys hung out at the orgy bar. And after you got the scrolls that you can't read, you went back to the orgy bar for a night of sleep before you head off to, geez, Louise, I need to recognize my own map, small wharf to meet up with uh, Belgoria's friend, Perseus. So that's where we uh, will start today. You guys wake up at the orgy bar. It is a normal orgy bar morning. You have a quick breakfast and then you set off again. Because today's adventure is a little bit special and we're playing serious D&D, we are once again gonna roll the encounter table as y'all travel to Small Wharf. So who wants to roll this D hundred and see what happens? All right, it's your turn, Mo. Go for it. Forty-eight. Woo! Forty-eight. <laughs> All right. So you guys are walking uh, down. A dirt road, basically. It is not a path untraveled, but it is, to quote that old white man, the path less traveled. Um, you're taking a nice long walk. You are taking a very a pretty brisk pace because you know that Mordred, the the second, he is on to you. And as you are going, you see a very oddly shaped cart. Like, it looks kind of like one cart stacked on top of another, stacked on top of another. It's very much got, like, Aladdin vibes at the very beginning of the movie when there's that salesman. And But you don't see a person. You just kind of see the cart going by itself. And as it gets closer to you, you hear a voice say, Potions? Drinks? Leather goods? Potions? Drinks? Leather goods? I turn to and the group and I say, what are potions? Potions, Z. Potions. Got it. Thank you. I got you. And as you guys get right up on this, like, cart stacked on top of carts, you see a lizard folk is pushing it, and he's got on, like, he looks like Loop Daddy or Mark Ribolette, if Mark Ribolette was a lizard. He's got on a kimono. Big old pants, like a, a nice mustache, long hair. Potions, drinks, leather goods. Can I interest you with any of these things? I have several things. What would you like today? Is the no. cart as big as him? It's bigger. You're not necessarily sure how the physics of this work out, but somehow it's working. Uh, okay. What kind of potions you got? kinds. I've got restoration elixirs. I've got necromancy pop. I've got chromatic soda. What can I interest you in? You say chromatic soda. Did you Does say that necromancy mean? pop? Necromancy pop is buy one, get one free. I'm running a special today. Uh, Can we get two of them pops? 
one of them sodas and about four of that first one. Um. <laughs> Wait, let me write this down. You wanted two necromancy pops. Let's make you that. Pulls out a little four. notepad. He pulls out a little notepad. Four necromancy pops. Mm -hmm. uh, two, two of them sodas. Two sodas. And uh, four of that first drink. Let's see. Two chromatic sodas. And four restoration elixirs. Uh, and so he finishes writing on his little pad. And then he like hops up to the top of the cart, pulls it down, pushes the second one to the side. None of this action really makes sense to you. Like the physics of this don't track. But somehow he's able to just like crawl up in there and pulls it. He pulls out six different bottles uh, and a small bag of popcorn is like, oh, this is on the house. <laughs> oh. And throws oh. all of it at you guys. How kind of you. That'll be... That'll be two silvers. Oh, uh, while you're up there, do you have any whips? I always wanted a whip. I always felt like I was a whip guy. Roll. Let's see. What skill do I want to call this? Just roll your d20. Let's see. Yeah. I wanted to call it luck, and then I remembered that's Call of Cthulhu, not Dungeons and Dragons. So. Um, I rolled a two. On a two, what? he says, oh. But? I have plus 20 to whip-related diplomacy. It checks out. <laughs> I love so that you just make up stats on the fly. No, it's right here on my character sheet, so. <laughs> I wrote it down right there. And uh, on a on a four with your whip related diplomacy, he says, "Oh, yep, I've got this rope." And he like throws out like a very long rope, and he says, "And this whip," and he throws you the whip. But like you forget that he is much smaller than you are, so the whip doesn't really—it's not going to help you very much. It's just not big enough. Oh, I'll make it work. One tiny whip for. Z. Let me One find tiny my whip. Yeah, write that down. Z has a tiny whip. And somebody uh, has a very long rope if they like it. Uh, is a rope on the house? I'm sure. Why not? All right. Why uh, don't you take the rope? I can I can fly if necessary. Don't mind if I do. And I tie it around me like a belt. Looks good. All right. <laughs> Are you guys done with with Loop Daddy the Lizard? Um, excuse me for that, fella. Uh, if you if if you don't mind, do you also have any musical instruments in there? Anybody who wants a musical instrument, please give me a d twenty roll. Well, I mean, I got it. Yeah, that's an eighteen from Jeff. It's a nineteen. That's an eight. That tracks. <laughs> so when you say any musical instruments, he moves, he like reconfigures the carts again. It's very confusing and weird. And he pulls out a banjo lele and a tambourine. And he says, no, the drinks are cheap, but the, the instruments, that's going to run you some gold. Uh, how much? Three gold. 
Oh. I look at Z. You got that? I got you. Yeah. And I uh, pull out three gold from my little pouch and I just toss it with a couple silvers as a tip. Oh, thank you kindly! And he takes everything, he packs up all of his carts, and he just keeps walking down the road, humming to himself. I'm gonna grab the banjo. I'll take the tambourine. One tambourine! Does My anyone want to... <laughs> Would it... Does anybody want to roll uh, investigation and or perception on anything that you just purchased? Yes. I'm not yeah. going to. Yeah. All right. Uh, you said investigation or... Or perception, whichever one you'd prefer. I'll do investigation because it's higher. Well, I got a seven, so I don't know much about it. Eleven total. It's probably... All of it's probably inhabited by ghosts, and that's why I don't know anything about it. Yeah, no. So you guys bought a bunch of stuff from a lizard who looks like Loop Daddy that may or may not help you in the future. We'll find out. I got a banjo. That's all I want. <laughs> so you guys walk, continue your journey to Small Wharf, and as you're continuing your journey, Thyrese is playing his banjo, and Zia's smacking the tambourine. Uh, is it a long journey for you, Belgoria? <laughs> yes, I was going to say, please tell me we get there fast. <laughs> because I feel like my uh, eight reflects that they got these two specific instruments. Yeah, it's it's a medium-sized journey for you. It is neither as quick as you want it to be, but nor as excruciatingly long. However, you are listening to them play the same song over and over again. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> I got that part. <laughs> you arrive in Small Wharf. Uh, Belgoria, have you attempted to contact your, your friend there? Yeah, I would imagine that I... Do you, hmm. Yeah, I think I would have, like, asked the librarian to send a note with his librarian magic to just let Perseus know that we were coming. All right, so you get into town, and you have visited Small Wharf before. And it's a very vibrant community, built-up village, lots of people living there. It's got cool city vibes. It's kind of like... A, if Matricon is Los Angeles, then Small Wharf is kind of like Seattle. Like, it is a city, just not as cool and as big. <laughs> no offense to any of my Seattle homies watching this right now. You know that I've got yeah, to like, work. That's like half of our audience, so what are we doing? <laughs> um, so you get there, and you've visited before, Belgoria. I'm sure, Z, you've probably visited before in your travels. And you notice that it's a little off. Normally the streets are like lively and singing, but the songs this time seem weird. And you start to notice that they all revolve around color. You hear, you know, somebody, you have got to be seen green. It's very much like that scene in The Wiz. And things kind of don't make sense. You, Belgoria, think that you should potentially look for the bar that Perseus owns to see if you can find them there. Uh, everybody give me a d20. 
I thought you'd do me a solid this time, Dandy Beyond. Mm, no. Eleven or Three. two? Eleven. Three. Okay. Eleven. Three. Okay. <laughs> you make it to the bar that Perseus owns and you open the door and it's basically deserted, which is very unusual. And you see him behind the bar. Perseus is a human male, late 40s, dark skin, you know, handsome, but just tired, you know, like every day is the longest work day of his life. And he is cleaning the bar top, even though there is no one there. He has a door creak open and he looks up. And he, you know, does one of these and he's like, is that, is that really you? Hello, Perseus. Bella, where the hell you been, Loka? <laughs> uh, you know, running around, making new friends. I brought a couple of them with me, if, if that's all right, if we come on in. Hey, come on, come on in. Everybody come on in. I'm going to stick my paw out. How's it going, friend? Hello. And he doesn't look like he's ever met a tabaxi before or one as big as you. So he's not sure what to do with the paw. He, like, goes for a handshake. Halfway through, it turns into a dap. He doesn't know if he should kiss it. Like, it's just a really strange situation. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get better at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got time. We're friends now. I'm Percy. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, you got anything to drink around here? Uh, sparkling water with a twist of lemon. And he, the drinks appear out of nowhere. Oh. That's never any less impressive. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Thank you. Uh, so I got a note from some library man that you were coming to visit me. What's going on, girl? Well, we have a little bit of a mystery on our hands. Uh, by the way, I... Sorry, I've been terribly rude. This is Tyrese and this is Z. Um, we stopped by the library just to do a little bit of research. You know, I enjoy my research. And I came across some text that I am sad to say that I can't read. I think you might be able to, though. Oh, well, lay it on me, friends. Let's see what's up. I will hand it over. All right, you hand it over. Perseus unrolls the several scrolls that you guys have and looks at them and says, oh, oh, there's a there's a color cipher attached to this. I can fix it, but uh, it's going to take a hot minute. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's fine. Do you got any uh, sleeping arrangements for us? I'm a... Uh... We're a little bit parched. We've been playing all, all, all day trying to get here. Uh, and he says, well, uh, by a hot minute, I mean like 25 to 30. Don't get, uh, yes, there is somewhere for you to rest. But don't go take a nap while I'm doing this. Uh, and he pulls out like the glasses that are National Treasure. I forget what they're called. But you know when they have the glasses that have like, the yellow ones and the, yeah, the wishy-wishy ones where I have all the different colors on them. He pulls those out and he says, all right, I'm going to need your help cracking this side for y'all. So Sit down, uh, have some of that sparkling water, maybe a snack. And like when he says a snack, a bowl of potato chips appears out of nowhere. <laughs> and he says, let's get to it. Um, and so tonight, classic D&D. You guys know that I, I'm a firm believer as a DM that not every challenge has to be combat. We all know that I fucking love riddles. So here we go, guys. 
a game on. If a red house is made from red bricks and a yellow house is made from yellow bricks, what is a green house made from? Glass. God damn it. Yes, that is one little <laughs> down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Perseus is going through stuff and he, you know, he cracks part of the code. You can see that he very obviously cracks it and he keeps going. Uh, he hands you a piece of paper, Belgoria, with, you know, part of the answer on it. Oh, Cisco! I saw him. He's, he's the little guy. Hello, he's just a little guy. guy. Say hi. Say hi. He comes in through the window. Uh, <laughs> all right. So he that's one scroll down that he's cracking the code on. The next one. Uh, what goes into water green but comes out blue? Urine. Maybe, but I would call a doctor. Probably. Immediately. Expeditiously. What goes into the water green but comes out blue? Um, a green-suited child who drowned. No. But you're getting warm in a very odd way. So it's a dead body. A dead orc? <laughs> An orc child the, drowned. The correct answer was a frog on a cold day. Ah. Mm. But I'm gonna dead I'm orc gonna, is really makes you think. think. <laughs> that was also really great. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you you do that one, and Perseus is scribbling more things, and he sets at another scroll, and like gives you the thumb, up and he's still going. He's switching the glasses around. <clears throat> Violet, red, blue, and green, yellow, and indigo. What other color do you find in a rainbow? Uh, repite. Violet, red, blue, green. Shit, hold on. Violet, red, blue, and green, yellow, and indigo. What other color do you find in a rainbow? Red. Orange. I, I was trying to say it fast to trick you. What? Is it it a... was orange. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I was saying it fast to trick you. Uh... <laughs> so, again, Perseus, is he's doing the wishy things with the glasses. He's, like, writing things down. Uh, he makes, like, a... <laughs> he makes another pin appear out of nowhere and another notepad appear out of nowhere and he's scribbling and still doing the thing. Uh, and here's the next one. I, I picked this one just for Jeff. There was a man that was all red. Everything was red on him, but how is he still blue? Because he was depressed. Oh. His orc child. Died. Or he was receiving <laughs> oral sex from his partner. He was him breathing. Because oh. <laughs> that's a need. Jeez, uh, Louise. Perseus is still going. He's flipping stuff around. He's doing things. Which There's one was paper. it? It was. It was. He was sad because he his, was. Oh, sad. Okay. his child died. Yeah. Drowned. Yeah, because his frog child died. You thought that I'd get that one immediately. That says a lot about how I present myself. To others. <laughs> Uh, 
My head bobs lazily in the sun. You think I'm cute, for my face is yellow, my hair is white, and my body is green. What am I? You're a flower. Bam. A little dandelion, probably. Or a sunflower. Poppy? Daisy. But I'm going to give you that one anyway. I don't know what flowers are called. Not a flower <laughs> scientist. Uh, and Perseus looks around and he says, all right, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Almost. And he's still doing the thing. Uh, you're a cowboy. The cowboy is riding bareback on a paint horse. The horse falls down, breaking its leg. The sun is setting quickly at the nearest house is three miles away. The chance of rain that night is at 75%. The chance of snow is at 33%. What color is the cowboy's hair? Black. Who, who gives black. a shit? Yeah. Yes. Is it black? Yeah. You're the cowboy. Oh. Well, who gives a shit about me? <laughs> Yeah, we're about to die. I give a shit about you, Moses. Uh, And Perseus keeps writing, and he he double checks like two of the scrolls against like his scratch paper, and goes back and does it again, and goes back and does it again, and uh, then finally looks up at the three of you and says, "What information are you all looking for?" We were sent here by a friend from another friend to find out some information on a friend. That basically sums it up. And and he looks at Belgoria and says, I do like to think I am an old trusted friend. Uh, Percy, is there is there anything in those scrolls about the lineage of the kingdom? The translation that I picked up, if I am correct, says that in order to restore peace to this kingdom, not only will you need to prove that Mordred is the false heir, which according to the scrolls he is, but also to find the true heir. Is he saying what I think he's saying? We need to kill Mordred. Uh, basically... In order, what, for that to, in order for that to work, in order to depose Mordred and then do whatever we like with him, frankly. Yes. We uh, need to find his most legitimate next of kin? Or the, the, most legitimate, the most legitimate of Nicolodius Canadosius' kin? Yes, the most... The, the most yes, that... You need to find the most legitimate kin of Nicolodius Canadocius. Uh, but also, it does say that there is verifiable proof that Mordred is a fake. It does not tell me what it is because this was a uh, a, predict- a prediction. The scrolls were written long before Mordred was here, but the, pr- the predictions say that there will come a time of a false heir and that there will be verifiable evidence that he is false. Find the evidence, find the true heir, restore prosperity to the land. If only there was some way to take something inside someone, like their blood, and compare it to the blood of the father, some sort of 
test of paternity that would allow us to solve this. It seems like we'll need to find some other method. It's a terribly inspiring I feel idea, like though. whoever administered that test should probably be named Murray. But that's just on me. I don't and know then why, people but that say, sounds correct. Yeah, yeah, right. And then, and then people could say, Murray, I'm not the father. If that were me, I'd be anyway. very excited. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably jump up and run around, knock some things over, do a backflip. High five a person that I've never met before, hug <laughs> them, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that is that is the information that is given to you by Perseus after reading through the scrolls. Percy, um, do you know and, where we could find a family tree for the history of the kingdom? Also, we're being raided ooh, by Christian right that's now. A... Oh, hey! Hey, Christian! Thanks for writing us! Um... Perseus says a family tree and snaps and then a map of Matricon comes out of nowhere and y'all are where are you in Small Wharf? Uh -huh. Yes. So uh, he says, you know, if you go through Bayboro to Spirit Glen, there's an old, old scribe in Spirit Glen who kept meticulous records. Um... Looking at the map, do we know how long of a journey that would be? Um, you are all very familiar with these lands. I will say that it's it'll probably take you like a week and a half to get through Bayboro to Spirit Glen to this scribe. The thing is, you guys are not on a time schedule. Mordred is after you, but it's not like solving the issue of paternity is not under some sort of spell or any other kind of prophecy or any like it's not like you have until a third blood moon or some shit like that you got you got time well um i know that we came here completely unannounced and uh so far your hospitality has been great uh we haven't had uh a uh, in parentheses, long rest in a while. Um, I was just kind of wondering, would it be cool if we were to just uh, say crash here for a couple of days and just kind of recoup ourselves since we're uh, best buds now? Yeah, 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 that's doable. Not, I mean, not like a whole lot is happening here as you, as you can see. Oof. Thank you so much. And I'm going to take my satchel and I'm going to immediately start walking upstairs to wherever his, yeah. his pad is. Yeah. Looking yeah, everything, all the, all the rest stuff is upstairs. Um, Bill, Gloria, you have to talk to Perseus for a little bit and you do decide to send a note to Rayla to let her know of your whereabouts. Is there anything special that you want to include in that note? Uh, P.S. Please tell me the wizard you left with is still alive. <laughs> Little Despero? Mm hmm Yeah. All right. I just need to know that uh, for my own peace and... of mind. Uh, <laughs> you before say that, the uh, letter is like sent off. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. 
before the letter is sent off, uh, there's a little snake uh, on her shoulder that says, tell her I said hi as well. TPS. Z says hi. And then I look at Tyrese. You want to say hi too? Yeah, tell her I said Tulu. PPPS. In quotations, Tulu. And then dash Tyrese. <laughs> and then I fold it up and seal it. <laughs> you fold it up and seal it and you hand it to Perseus and he just looks at it. And while it's still in his hands like this, it disappears and his hands stay like this. And he says, yeah, that should be getting to her right quick. Thank you so much for your hospitality, Percy, and for getting that off so quickly. Of course. Y'all want some chocolates on your pillow upstairs? Turn around from oh, halfway upstairs. Did you say chocolate? Yeah. Nice. Immediately start purring. That'd be lovely. <laughs> Uh, and you don't see him move at all any further, but when you do get upstairs, Thyri's true to his word, there is a chocolate on the pillow. I'm more like it here. <laughs> uh, any other requests? Hmm. Are we prepared to fight more books if we have to? Do you think? Because we weren't expecting the last books that we looked at to attack us. And if we're going to go through essentially kingdom records that, you know, the, the, the false king doesn't want us to have, well, it's probably going to not be super easy, right? So I don't want to say I told you so, but do you remember when we were all in that little cottage and I was like, oh, I don't want to go on a quest. Uh, this is why you don't go on quests because it's like, oh, can you like take this tea to my father? But then the father's been killed. So you have to avenge the father. But it turns out that the father was going to betray the king. But because you tried to avenge the father, now you have to try to clear your name. But in clearing your name, you uncover an ancient scroll that foretells the death of the blah, 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 blah. So this is why I don't do quests. Because I was in the middle of a fantastic book that I left at home. And now I can't read it until we finish this quest. I could leave, but then you two would die. And Ram, you... I told you so. Why didn't you just bring the book with you? Yeah. I didn't think I'd be gone that long. I mean, it's a book. You just put that in a pocket. Just put it in... In a satchel, I could carry it for you. you. Okay, we we're we're just how, yeah. how thick was the book? It was like it's just a regular sized book. It's like a couple hundred pages. It uh, sounds more like you forgot it. the book. No, I consciously chose to not bring it because I thought it was going to be a quick. Uh, you uh, thought it was I going to be a quick book. quest. Who? Who? Why did you think that? <laughs> I just got summoned, and I thought, oh, I'll well, just go real quick. No, I mean, it, it took us eight hours to get to the library from Henry's house. You could have been reading the book the entire time. You could be done Yeah, with but the by book. that time, I had already left my place in the castle, so I'm not going to just, like, bring the... Uh, like, I just, I just want, you know, like, I'm I, a, I constantly... We, we, were, we just bought a bunch of stuff. Why didn't you buy a book? I'm going to pull a book yeah, out. Yeah, because it's not the same book. Books aren't just like... You I could, took this from the library. You could have a new book. Yeah. 
Oh, Do you want to borrow this okay, one? Well, it was a really good book. Next time you're eating a, a, a roast, I'll give you a carrot and say, it's all food. <laughs> uh, Z, roll a d20 really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a five. You, very in a very annoyed fashion, grab the book out of Tyrese's hand that he's holding, and you look at it, and you realize that the book that you're reading is the first in a series. This is the second book. <laughs> I read the first book. It's pretty good. Do you happen to still have that first book? Um, not really, but I do have it committed to memory, if you want. Okay, you got some well, spare time, good. I can tell you I chapter by chapter. Okay, yeah, that could just, yeah, maybe we'll just do that. Come on upstairs, friend. <laughs> anyway, I, just don't, don't go around questing is what I'm saying. We're, uh, we're gonna go around questing literally tomorrow. In after this, obviously we're gonna finish this, oh, I, uh... <laughs> And uh. as Z starts just sighing heavily, uh, Therese starts reciting the book from memory, like a book on tape, and all of you fall asleep to a nice long rest. So go ahead and get recuperated and all that from your HP and whatever you need for your long rest. Take care of that on your character sheets. <laughs> And uh, I know it was a, a little shorter this week, but that is what we're going to call it this evening. <laughs> uh, maybe go on quests, maybe don't. What's your opinion about that, DK? Let us know while you say goodnight. Uh, I am of the mind that we're going to go see somebody with really, really old books, and that's better than whatever stupid books he was reading. Plus, now he gets to hear it and doesn't even have to exercise his eye muscles to read the book. And he'll have a second book after that. So really, everybody wins in this situation. Uh, I'm DK. I have been Belgoria. You can find me on Saturdays on Exquisite Corpse Presents. And uh, I'm ProQuest. I'm 100% ProQuest, quick or otherwise. What about you, Jeff? We know what Z feels about it, but what do you feel about quests? Because, like, this is the thing. Like, I have uh, an Audible subscription because I just have lots of money. You know, how, like, when you're just rich, you just have an Audible subscription. So, uh, but I don't say that I've read all those books. I've listened to a lot of books, but I haven't read a book since I was, like, 15 when I went to my last Scholastic Book Fair. And then they were like, you can't come to this anymore because you're in high school. And I'm like, there's no sign that says that I can't come to this anymore. And there was a sign. So the idea that I should just be questing and helping people is ridiculous. And if you think that I'm wrong, well, wait until you hear what Moses has to say. Uh, yeah, I'm... I just don't know why Z wouldn't even bring the book. It's a book. The whole point of a book is to go wherever you go. It's not It's not rocket science. It's just a book. And if Z didn't want to carry it, I would have carried it for him. Um, that being said, Moses thinks that uh, it is the year 2022 of our Lord and Savior. So uh, Audible Books is considered reading at this point. So don't count. Don't sell yourself short. If you listen to audiobooks, you're still reading. 
It's just with your ears. <laughs> Take it away, Jordan. Uh, and I am Jordan. I've had the pleasure of DMing these lovely folks for over a year now. And no matter how tired I am, which today I was very tired, it's still the highlight of my week every week. Uh, I am pro-quest. I just think that you should always go to the bathroom before you leave. Even if you think you don't have to go, just try and go because you don't know how long that quest is going to be and you don't know when you'll see a bathroom that's safe to use. Uh, if I'm not here, I'm playing games on Fresh Out the Box or on Exquisite Corpse Presents and I got to figure out what a necromancy pop is because I was making stuff up as I was talking and now I got to go back and actually assign value to these things that I made up. So it's about to get really interesting next week when I actually sit down with a D&D book and figure out what this homebrew garbage is. Until then, stay safe, stay happy. Don't just drink stuff that you buy from a lizard at the side of the road. Do an investigation check first and we will see you next week. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs>